You ever uh, drinking a uh, drinking drinking drinking? You ever drunken drunken? You ever drunken a milkshake for breakfast? Yeah, quite a bit. Have you? Mm-hmm. Oh, like milkshake or sm- like a smoothie? No, like a shake. milkshake. I'm talking like, like go ice- to Chick Fil A and get a chocolate milkshake. Oh no, that I've not never done that. No, dude, these ready to drink milks are basically a melted milkshake. Without the calories, without the sugar. Without the ice cream. They are so dang good. <laughs> I, I don't know if you've had, you've had all the flavors, right? Vanilla, yeah, chocolate, oh yeah. and banana. No, I'm I, doing, ran, I ran through my supply. What, when did we get them? Oh, I went through it. Yeah, we got 12 yeah. of them. I, I went through it in 12 days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was very, uh, that's the hard thing is like, you could slam three of those a day. Uh-huh. Well, I, and, and there was a couple of days I had it like post-workout and then I had it like at lunchtime. Yeah. Just because it was like, all right, I had, I had to grab something quick and then it was like, that's perfect because yeah. any of my protein. They're dangerous. Yeah. I'm doing the banana right now, and it's it's surprisingly good. At, at first, I saw banana. I was like, "That's me too much." Yeah, that banana laffy taffy yeah. flavor. But this but is, it's I good. agree, very it's good. Legit. Yep. So, uh, well, of course, we're talking about the Jocko Fuel, the Mulk, uh, the ready to drink. Uh, if you're in Texas, you can get these at HEB. If you're not in Texas, I'm sure there's play, vitamin shop. By the time this airs, you can actually physically go to HEB in Frisco. Because the new that's true North Texas, it's what I because there's some in like South Dallas, um, and like Southwest Dallas, but up north, first yeah. one baby. Yeah, yeah, we're excited about that. So yeah. go get yourself some at HEB, or of course their website JockoFuel. Yep. Dot com. Uh, not speaking of health, healthy decisions. Ooh, we're going to talk today. Love unhealthy decisions. We're going to talk today about alcohol mm-hmm. and how it affects the body. Mm-hmm. And I'll just lead with this. I don't think this discussion is necessary for people that may have an issue with alcohol consumption and like are super deep into it. And, you know, that, that's, that's, that's not what today's this. Today's discussion is more geared to people that they like to dabble every now and then. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Right. But maybe they don't realize the true effect that alcohol is actually having on their body. I think that's today's. Yeah. Probably more geared towards, towards that discussion. But I did want to start off with a question to you. Maybe have a little fun here. Do you remember the first time that you got drunk? Yes. What was that like? It was in Mexico, my senior trip. Okay. Senior in high school? Senior in high school. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. I feel bad Absolutely saying it. Absolutely loved it. it. I, feel, I feel bad saying it um, because I did not drink in high school at all. Um, yeah, I was like, I was that like, guy. When you say I didn't drink, like nothing. No, nothing. Not an ounce. Nope, nothing. Okay. Because I had a, um, I had a persona that I had to live up to, right? And I had, a, I had this image of who I was supposed to be and in anything that I would do that was contrary to that, like then I'd be an ultimate failure. And that was like a whole other mental, you know, identity issue that I, that I had. Um, but alcohol and being like the perfect kid was part of that. And what it led to is like going the whole other way when I, mean, I got zero into college. Zero sixty, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and it's hard, right? Your your first experience is in like tropical, with a bunch of kids. First time, really, it's an extended trip with no adults. Is that not the perfect setting? It was awesome. <laughs> it was great. It was great. What did you think of alcohol? I mean, I know you said you wanted to live up to a standard, but like. The actual, like, what did you think was going to happen the first time you drank? Uh, or were you even thinking? Were you just, this is, I'm just living in the moment. I just, I just let loose. Yeah. It was the first time I let loose. So I don't know. Um, it was, uh, now, like, 
I remember, I do remember there was, there was like one evening, like I got a little scared, like, cause it was the first time I fe- ever felt like out of control, mm. like where, and, and, and it wasn't out of control, but it was like, I couldn't get back to, we had these, there were like the, the hotel was like these little villas. Right. And so there was like two or three of us in like each like room or whatever. And, uh, and I remember like not knowing how to get back and I couldn't figure out mm. how to get back. And it was like scary because it was just like, okay, I, this is so different. Yeah. Cause I was always the guy that like knew where to go, where to be, how to be there. Like, like kids in high school could only like, and I say kids, girls specifically in high school could only go places if Tyler Klutz was there. Like their really? parents would only allow them because they knew you were known that, like, as the guys that, that was, I would make yeah. sure that everything was okay. Like I would take care really? of it. And then, then it was like, then it was not okay. Right. Yeah. Then it was like out of control. Like, and I just like cut loose. And I, I mean, it was like all filters were gone. And, uh, and I do remember in the middle of that, it was as fun as it was. It, I do remember being like, okay, this is like, I, I'm not sure if I like this. Um, but, it was a great trip. Gosh, it was a great trip. <laughs> so it was your senior trip, meaning it was towards the end of your senior year in high school? No, it was after I graduated. Oh, after you graduated. Yeah, so okay. After I graduated. Yeah, so I went through graduation. So, like, graduation night, didn't drink. Like, never went mm. through, never did any of that. So what was what made you want to do it that night? Uh, well, it was legal in Mexico. Okay. 18 and older um, was the, is the drinking age down there. So it was legal. So that was, like, one thing. And then, two... Um, it was like I'd set that. I decided like after wrestling season. Um, oh, this is premeditated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, this was planned out yeah. for sure. Um, and and it was a big deal. Like everybody was like, yes, you know, and like, and so you know, first night you go out like senior frogs or whatever, and everybody's like, like just staring, like, oh, get him another one. <laughs> um, and so, but yeah, so it it was the summer, and it was weird, and. And, it's, and I didn't feel, and I look back, I'm like, yeah, because you're freaking 18 and a half years old. Like, your body recovers like crazy. Because, I mean, I would drink pretty much all day, and then we we drank all night. And then I'd get up, and I'd get, like, a full-on workout in because it was a week going. So I had a week of practice of all, the All-Star game, like the football All-Star game. And then I was gone, and then it was like, the all-star game, I came back to it. So I had to like stay in shape a little bit. Yeah. And, um, and so I, it was, so it wasn't like I didn't. And I don't, and I don't know, like since like Mexico, they're kind of not really a thing. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know why. Like you never had a hangover. You're saying, no, I've definitely had, <laughs> definitely had that, but I'm saying usually in Mexico and I don't know why in Mexico, they're not as, um, they're not as common. But then at that age, it was like, and I'm like, why does everybody complain about this? This isn't that bad. Like, you still be productive. You can still get stuff done. Well, and you're 18. That helps. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And I, and I realized, and I was still drinking a ton of water. And Yeah. But um, I don't know, man. It, so what the, the hard part about that is I thought that like, oh, man, I could still do everything I need to do. I came back. I was ready for the game. I was still in good shape. And this is like, by the way, the leanest I was ever in my entire life, like, Oh, I, I remember spent yeah, you were- that whole senior, like from my wrestling season, which you come out of wrestling season fairly lean. And then I lost another, I lost another 15 pounds after that, just like getting cut up for the senior trip. This was a big week. Seriously. And, uh, but the moment. problem was, is that drinking, then it was like, Oh, I could do this. Like, it's not going to affect me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got it. 
it's not that hard. Like, I don't know why everybody thinks it is so bad. And then you learn. <laughs> you learn. You learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my first time, uh, I was 21, believe it or not. My 21st birthday. Yeah. is my first time I ever drank. So, okay, let me, so you went to Abilene Christian. Honestly, honestly. Oh, I'll be honest with you. What was, what was the atmosphere? Like, was there it just was, not much drinking? No, or it was, was there? It was 100% normal. Okay. Now, it wasn't to the scale, I'm sure, because we only had 2,000 students. Do you have school. frat houses there? Is there fraternities? They, they don't call them fraternities. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> they call them social clubs. Okay. Yeah, which is way worse yeah. and way yeah. not as cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, but would they? Well, would no, look? sorry, sorry. Let me, let, me, let me retract. They don't have official. They have unofficial. Got it. So fraternity fraternity houses. Okay. They have official social clubs. Yeah. But they're not your Greek life names. Got it. They're a, they're a watered down version. Got it. And then they don't have an official house, but it's a group of seven of them that live together. Live and that's house. the quote unquote Got house. It. Okay. So, but it's like any other normal camp. It's like people think, oh, it's a Christian school. I bet nobody drank. I bet nobody. No, it was, well, but isn't there people like, went there and did the same like thing, rules same of conduct thing. that you'd have to like follow? You for sure gotten. Yeah, there were absolutely rules. Okay. So you had to live on campus your first two years. Yeah. You had to get this my freshman year. You had to, there was a curfew. Yeah. In the dorms. Yeah. You had to be in the room by, I think it was 11 during the week uh-huh. and by midnight or one on the weekends. Okay. But what your way around it, I had older brothers that lived off campus. Uh-huh. And so your way around it is you sign out for the weekend. Got it. And so you can go. So what we would do is we would sign out for the weekend mm-hmm. or another loophole, which is again, is dumb is you had to be back by one, but the dorms also opened up again at 5 a.m. So you stay up So another thing you do, yeah, you just stay up till five and then come back and you weren't in trouble at all. So if you sign out, if you sign out, can you not go back on Saturday? If you sign out, that's a good question. I don't remember. I don't think I would ever sign out if I was staying in town. I would just stay out till the, stay out. Till out till the, or doors opened up again. Yeah. <laughs> and I just go stay at my brother's house or yeah. something like that. Okay. Or a friend's house. So it's very strict rules, but yeah. everybody did the same thing normal college okay. kids do. Okay. It wasn't like we're all sitting in a circle reading the Bible on Friday nights. Okay. We, it was normal. So you, so you just played, you played board games. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> same thing as everybody else. Yeah. But I remember some friends wanted to throw me a party on my 21st. Cause you know, I grew up in Abilene. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends stayed and went to school at mm-hmm. Abilene. So they all knew me. They knew yeah. I didn't party and it was great looking back now. None of my high school, my closest high school friends drank. So it was very, it wasn't was ever it? a, it wasn't yeah. ever a temptation. Cause it was like, yeah. this is just not what we do. Yeah. We go have fun, do dumb stuff. Yeah. We're not necessarily drinking. So they were all excited about getting me. They were going to be the first time I was going to get, you know, alcohol and get drunk. Yeah. And, and I, same thing as you, I started doing it. And first of all, the taste was horrible. Didn't like anything. I know buttery nipples are they're, they're kind of <laughs> gross, aren't they? Yeah, fuzzy navel and buttery nipples just just didn't do it for me for some reason. At, at the local Applebee's, uh, daiquiris. <laughs> Ew, yucky. So I, but like you, I, I remember. Yeah. You know, after a few, you start getting that that feeling. Yeah. And I didn't like it at yeah. all. Yeah. It felt out of control. Yeah. It was scary. So I left. I left my own 21st birthday party. Early. Really? Just yeah. Irish goodbye? Yeah, I was just like, I'm out. <laughs> and I went straight home because yeah. I was scared. I walked yeah. straight home. I didn't want to be anywhere near. And then I don't remember the next time I did it again. But, yeah, it was 
It wasn't fun the first time. Yeah. At all for me. It was scary. Because I... It was more of, it wasn't like a moral thing. It was more of, I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. That was always the, the get for me. Yeah. yeah. I hated being in trouble. I was always scared to get in trouble. Yeah. I didn't like to do things out of the, Yeah, I was very straight laced. Yeah. And again, it wasn't necessarily moral reasons. It was more just, I just don't like to be in trouble. Yeah. And so that's what kept me away. And again, none of my friends drank. So it was like, it yeah. wasn't a temptation. Yeah. I, you know what though? Like one thing, cause I've been with you one time and and what the thing about you though is like you're all in. Like it's like if I'm doing it, I'm it's yeah. like pedal to the metal. Yeah. I don't like I don't like most most alcoholic beverages I've tried, I don't like the taste. Yeah. So if I'm gonna drink, there's a reason. And yeah. I'm going all in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna get hammered. Yeah. And that's and that's <laughs> and that's the dangerous part. And so right. it's like I don't blame you for like not liking it. Because I don't like that feeling. Like I hate like I got to where I liked it. Yeah. After that first time. Yeah. <laughs> so the first time I didn't like it. Yeah. And then years went by. And then after college, I kind of got into it uh-huh. and did it a handful of times. Mm-hmm. And then over the years, I mean, I haven't had a drink since 2019, not a single yeah. ounce. Yeah. Like it doesn't appeal to me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And it never really has. Thankfully, yeah. it never became that feeling that I liked. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the next day more than yeah. I liked that feeling that night of. Yeah. And so that's what's kept me from it. Yeah. I just, I, I think over the, over the years for me, I've, I hate, cause I hate that feeling. And so I've consciously, like one thing tip, my wife's always like, like I never know, I could never tell if you are or not like at that level. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I hate it, but like, I do have like a switch inside me where it's like, okay, this is the point. Right. Cause I don't, I've, I mean, there's, there's maybe been like two or three times in the last like five years where it was like, okay, that's too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I just, I hate, hate that feeling. And now, even as you get older, like, even if you don't get to that level, it takes like two days to like yeah. feel good. Even if it's like, Hey, I had, you know, I had two glasses of wine last night, one with dinner. And then one, we're just sitting there talking and it was like, I just don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Like I really don't. And so to me now, and especially honestly, I would say, um, really since, uh, since I started like really kind of taking my fitness serious again, like that is the first thing I think about is like, okay, I'm going to have like two days that suck and that's not worth it to me. Right. I'm the exact same way. That that's my main deterrent now is the after effects yeah. and the health. It doesn't, is it fun for, you know, the two or three hours that you're doing it the night of? Sure. Sure. But I can have fun without it, and well, I think about the negative parts. That's, that's debatable. I can have fun. Uh, maybe, maybe People not. People around me may not. <laughs> I can have fun with that. And I'm a homebody anyway. We know this. Mm-hmm. I don't like people. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go out and have drinks with the bros. Like it does, that just doesn't appeal to me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That, that keeps me away from it now. But you, you, you're segueing perfectly. Seven ways that alcohol impairs the body. Mm. Or affects the body. Number one, it impairs brain development. And I'm not talking, of course, short-term, it impairs your brain. I'm talking long-term effects, brain development effects. Alcohol affects several brain areas, such as the prefrontal cortex, the corpus callosum, the cerebellum, and the hippocampus. Substantial evidence suggests that one of the main targets of alcohol toxicity in the brain is the hippocampus, which its role is in learning and memory. The alcoholic population shows neuronal loss and a reduction in total hippocampal volume. So, again, not just one night. Like, of course, my brain's impaired. We're talking over time to develop, especially college kids, 
right? Which is the time that most people party. Yeah. It impairs that long-term brain development if, yeah. if you're drinking heavily during that time. Number two, it impairs recovery. This is what you just talked about. Alcohol has a half-life in the body of between four and five hours, meaning that it takes your body that amount of time to process out half of the alcohol in the bloodstream. Given the slow processing time, the longer before bed that you can stop drinking, the more time you give your body to process the alcohol and reduce any negative repercussions to the body's ability to recover from your training stress. So, yeah, I mean, think about how your body's functioning to try to rid it. It doesn't like the alcohol, right? It's trying to rid itself of that, and it spends all its resources on that, which obviously gets in the way of, of any sort of recovery effect. Yep. Number three, this one's surprising to a lot of people because we hear about people passing out drunk or, you know, they're out by 11 and they sleep all night and they're, they're dead. They're completely, you know, gone. But it actually impairs your sleep, oh, your yeah. true sleep. Mm -hmm. And like I said, many people mistakenly assume that alcohol, because it's a sedative, it actually helps them sleep. So normally in a normal sleep cycle, shortly after falling asleep, your body enters a period of deep sleep, which is the physical restorative stage of sleep. After that, a, a typical cycle includes a period of REM sleep, the mentally restorative stage. However, when your body is sedated and working to process alcohol to your system, you missed out on the benefits of these stages and get more light sleep instead. So even if you sleep for a long time after drinking, you don't wake up feeling rested and recovered again. That one surprised me a little bit when I didn't know that because, again, you just think, I mean, I think about the times where I've, you know, would drink too much and be out by 11 and wouldn't remember anything till eight o'clock the next morning, mm -hmm. but you still feel sluggish. You yep. still feel slow. Mm -hmm. It's because your body's working all night yes. long to process all that alcohol. And one of the cool things, like, I mean, we both wear the whoop is mm -hmm. you can see how long you are in each stage and it's very clear. Yeah. Like very, very clear. Cause yeah, there used to be a point where it's like, all right, I'll have a glass of wine or, you know, I'll have a bourbon or something like before bed kind of helps me go to sleep. And when I started wearing the whoop, it was like, immediately my recovery scores were down and I'm like, well, I felt like, I mean, I was in bed by 1030. I mean, it was great, but really just that, yeah, that as you're talking about that processing and then you wake up and you, you don't feel rested and it's this like fogginess that mm -hmm. it just takes a while to, I mean, it's like after lunch you start to like, okay, now I feel like yeah. normal. Yeah. Um, even if you don't have a ton, I mean, you know, I, I don't think, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm promoting it, but I, I mean, a glass of wine, I don't, I don't see it. If I have a glass of wine with dinner or a bourbon or a beer or something like that with dinner, I, I don't see the implications by the time I go to sleep. But I think it, you, do, you do more than that. That's where it's like I really do. Man, just getting old sucks because you really do feel, feel the effects anytime you overindulge just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And even if you have a, a sleep number bed. Sorry, yeah. it's going to help a little bit. Yeah, but it, it can't overcome all that alcohol no. that you're drinking. But the cool thing about sleep number <laughs> is it's going to tell you. It's like, hey, not a good night. Yeah, exactly. It's it, going to tell you. It'll exactly. give you that feedback of you're a moron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quit doing that. It literally, when it starts to do it, it literally just starts folding me like a taco, just to prove don't do this again. Because every time you do it, I'm going to fold you into a taco. <laughs> Yeah, that's a little known fact about the sleep number bed. It yeah. folds you like a taco if you're, if you're drunk <laughs> trying to go to sleep. You're passed out on the bed. <laughs> and then number four ties in that it impairs your workouts. Obviously, health-minded yeah. people. Uh, uh, this, is, this should be enough to, to keep you away. It says another thing that people don't realize is that they don't get stronger and fitter while working out. Uh -huh. Exercise itself actually causes micro tears in the muscles and breaks them down. Fitness gains happen afterwards 
when your body repairs itself during sleep. In fact, 95% of human growth hormone is produced during deep sleep. But as stated above, alcohol in your system prevents deep sleep from happening. What does this mean? If you drink a night before you go before if you drink at night before going to bed, you're basically rendering any workout you did that day useless. So ninety five percent of your growth hormone huh. is produced during deep sleep. That's interesting. And if you drink alcohol, you're preventing yourself from getting into that deep sleep. Uh-huh. So you go crush yourself in the morning in a tough workout, you're gonna go have some beers with the bros because you're celebrating whatever. Great, have fun, but Basically, all that hour and a half is rendered useless. Yeah. And that's so common. I mean, I'm oh, guilty so of common. it. Like, after we did the, uh, the Murph, it was like, yeah, let's throw, throw down some beers. Now, granted, I didn't. Yeah, you didn't yeah. take it excessively. Yeah, yeah. and it was by, by the time I went to sleep, I, you know, I think it was out, out of my system. But same thing, like, how common is that? Like, mm-hmm. I earned this. Yeah. Like, I deserve to go have some drinks with the boys. Well, I think it's, it's Michelob. They have a commercial right now. Yeah. And it's a lady running. She, she gets through her neighbor. She's running. And her friend's sitting there waiting on the porch with yeah. a Michelob. Yeah. Now, again, one or two beers, no big deal. There's yeah. not a lot of alcohol content in there. Yeah. But we're talking about slamming back shots of yeah. Jaeger. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Getting a little buck wild. Oh, That's what we're talking about gosh. here. So you might as well just skip that morning workout and go party. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, it impairs normal. Oh, you know, here's a counter, yeah. though. Go ahead. Here's a little little story. Uh, going into my senior, so spring of my senior season, I went through a, I went through a pretty tough, weird stage going into my senior year. Um, I was, like, single, really, kind of for the only time that I was in college. Loser. Uh, I know. Loser. Um and we had this, we were at like my buddies, literally, it started as Thirsty Thursdays. Mm-hmm. So we'd go over Thursday night mm-hmm. and this was in like beer pong. Was really Did y'all do Wasted Wednesday? We turned it into Wasted okay. Wednesdays. Wednesdays. And then. So we can um, start on Wednesday. And then tip it back Tuesday. So literally wow. it was like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay. And it, Cause we just started adding because we were having fun. It was like kind of the same group every week. And, um. And I will say that I hit my all-time hand clean PR. Yeah, drinking until five a.m. Wow. and showing up at six. Like I had to get a ride to work out. And I remember my strength coach. He he like looks at me, who's now the uh, head head guy at the Patriots. He looks at me. He goes, "Are you serious? <laughs> like you smell so bad." I was like. Put on system of a down. I'm about to get this thing. <laughs> yeah, I think again. Let's, so performance let's, enhancer slash. <laughs> let's put an asterisk on all these if you're 21. Yeah. If you're 34 and 37, Ooh. it's going to look a little different. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm guessing you're not yep. hitting any PRs these yeah, days. I'm tearing a trap. <laughs> that happens now. <laughs> it's hard to hit a PR oh my sober as a bird yeah. these days. So number five, I didn't know this one. It impairs digestion, normal digestion. Studies show that alcohol causes your stomach to produce greater amounts of gastric acid. This can irritate your digestive system, causing stomach pain, bloating, gas, and other annoyances. When your body is alcohol-free, it digests food in a more consistent and comfortable manner. I guess I've never thought about that one. Yeah. I know it sucks to eat sometimes. Like, if you've drinking a lot, mm-hmm. like, you feel it in your throat. You feel it, like, just it's just, like, it's like acid reflux. So maybe that's what it's talking yep. about. Like, I just remember... Like any time that it's like the next day after having too many, it's like, okay, this is no food taste or sounds good. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with the term freshman 15? Yeah. Number six is freshman 15. It says impairs your ability to lose weight. Mm -hmm. 
It's well documented that excess alcohol consumption is a common risk factor for obesity. However, drinking even small amounts of alcohol can make it very difficult for you to lose weight. No matter what type of alcoholic beverage you consume, the alcohol itself contains seven calories per gram, almost double what most carbohydrates and proteins have, which is four calories per gram. So protein is four calories per gram of protein. Carbs, same thing. Fat is actually nine calories per gram of fat. And then alcohol is its own section, and it's seven. So it's almost double. If you eat a steak versus drink a beer... You're almost getting double the calories per gram mm-hmm. in the steak versus the beer or in right. the beer versus the steak, I guess. So that's unknowingly you're consuming more calories. Plus, add on top of that, you said you may not like to eat sometimes. I know of people that they, you know, what do you do? You start drinking and you want to order a pizza and you want to order wings. And you oh, just no, start, during, yes. Yeah, definitely. you just start it's making after, these, yeah. these decisions, decisions you wouldn't normally make. Yeah. Inhibitions are, you know, thrown yeah. to the wind. Yeah. And so uh, correlation doesn't necessarily equal causation, but literally you are consuming more calories from the drink, but also as a byproduct, you're, you, you're more likely to be consuming other calories as well, along with that not out of partying or whatever. So something to be mindful hey, of. When I was in Canada, it was a guaranteed that I was eating a big basket of poutine. What is poutine? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask. <laughs> it's French fries, gravy, and cheese curds, which, like, cheese curds oh. are, like... Is like, that good? Um, have you ever had poutine? It's amazing. Huh. Amazing. Doesn't sound good. Gravy but and French fries? Yeah, so it's not, like, the gravy that you think of. Like, it's, like, a different... It's, like, um, it's like Canada's queso, I guess. Oh, uh, okay. Is that probably how you would describe it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, but then, but then you have like these cheese curds, which is like mozzarella sticks. Yeah. I've actually, I was hesitant about those, but yeah. they're actually very they delicious. They are good. They, yeah. they very, very like fried cheese curds. This doesn't, it's not a good name. No, it's not. The marketing team needs yeah. to come it's up like, with something. It sounds different. like spoiled milk. Yeah. Like this is going to be terrible. Who wants to eat a curd? But it's a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it, yeah. So it was, it was Canada, man. It was bad. It but I would imagine that's a 2,000-calorie basket of... At minimum. At minimum. At minimum, yeah. Along with the alcoholic beverages yes, you're consuming. Yeah, yeah that's... That. You're, you're you know what's so funny, 10,000 calories for you. Just, like, it. to speak culturally and where we're at, and I think, you know, everybody's talked about this, but isn't it crazy how much... How aware we are that, like, hey, all I got to do is cut out alcohol, and I lost 15 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many people It's like, hey, I just haven't drinking alcohol in 30 days, and I've already lost 10 pounds. Like, that's the only thing that you change. Mm-hmm. And now you start to lean out a little bit. Right. And, and it's crazy. We know this, but it's so ingrained in our culture. It's so ingrained in everything we do. Think about it. It's like, guys, if, if guys want to just like, look, hey, dude, I'm having a hard time at work or I'm having a hard time at home. Hey, where, what do you do? Hey, you, t- you, call your, you call your buddy, hey, you want to go grab a beer, man? I, I just need to kind of talk. The only time we ever talk, which very mm-hmm. rarely happens. But what is it? It's over a beer. It's over a drink. Or, hey, you guys want to meet up for a drink before dinner? Like, the social interaction. Hey, you want to do happy hour with a client? You want to do this? Like, everything that is done sur- is surrounded by alcohol, just culturally. And it's just interesting that we know, and everybody knows that, like, hey, these seven points. We haven't gotten to seven yet. Haven't gotten there yet. But these seven points, six so far, seven to. You're actually to be you're, you're still in my thunder. I was I was gonna wrap it up with what you're saying right oh. now. Let, let's get to seven and let's 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 all get right, back because right. I think that's exactly what I wanted yeah. to finish this off of. 
is the point that you're making right now. Number seven, this is one I know you care about. It impairs your healthy skin. Alcohol dehydrates you. One of the byproducts of this is a disruption of blood flow that lessens the amount of oxygen getting to your skin. This makes your skin dry and reduces its elasticity, leading to pigmented spots and wrinkles. If you cut out alcohol and properly hydrate instead, it'll do wonders for your skin. I'm super mindful of my skin. I know you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I cut out alcohol. That's the number one reason. It's yeah, for my skin. I believe it. That's why you look like an 18-year-old. <laughs> That's why, yeah, baby soft. <laughs> No, but you were going right exactly down the direction because that's what we do in health, right? We, yeah. we set out all these rules and we have all these, here's the seven rules of why you shouldn't drink alcohol. Here's what it does to your body. Here's the seven rules of how fried food affects your body. Yep. The problem is exactly what you're saying. That's all well and good, but that's not life. That's right. And we know, that's why I always say it's simple, not easy. We know alcohol doesn't serve you it may serve you in having a good time short term, mm-hmm. but you know all the ramifications of that alcohol consumption, and yet we do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And so continue going down the path you were going. That's why it's so difficult to stay away from is because of the, the example that you were given. Go ahead. Yep. No, I was just saying it's just it's so ingrained in our culture, and you think about how, like, how big this industry is and, and how um, – how much money is associated with that industry? And I'm looking, I was looking up a quote right now um, that I saw, um, and you may have seen it, the Choose Your Hard. Yeah. Uh, James Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's one of those things, we know it's not good for us, but we still choose to do it. And it's why. But I think it all comes down to, and this is a whole other topic, but it's, it is, it's an opportunity for us to not be in our head and it's opportunity to escape. It's mm-hmm. an opportunity to let loose um, because we don't want to deal or we don't want to live in our own skin at that point. Yeah. Right. And it's a whole other deal. And, and we'll, we'll take, we'll deal with the seven consequences that we just talked about. We'll deal with those because they're not immediate. Yeah. For the most part. Well, yeah, but, but what it is, is it's, I'll deal with those then when I get there. Right. Mm-hmm. As long as I can have these few hours where I don't have to be where I'm at right now. Right. I'm not saying everybody, right? Because there's a ton of people I know that, like, are just genuinely happy that, like, yeah, they'll have a drink here and there. And, that, and again, we're not saying alcohol in itself is overall, but, like, just understand the negative consequences that, that come with it. Yeah, for me, it was never – I was never escaping anything when I drank. It was always just – it's there. It's fun. Mm. Let's have a good time. It was never, oh, I'm trying to escape. But, but I, I get your point. But like, why? Why do you have more fun? Is because you're escaping those filters that you may have. Yeah. You're escaping the awareness. You're escaping um, maybe the personality that you normally have when you're completely sober, yeah. right? You're, you, are, you get to play a different role mm-hmm. with alcohol. And that's what it's like when you go out at night, like you go, you know, in that phase, like post-college, right? People that live in uptown Dallas, like that's kind of the world that you live in. It's like, hey, I get to not be me tonight. I get to, I get to be a character tonight because filters are gone. I'm, I'm more social. I'm more this. I'm more that. Like, oh, it's the better version of me. But it's not, right? It's not you because that's not... Um, I mean, that's just not reality or else you'd be like that and you wouldn't need alcohol. Yeah. Everything's a trade-off. Yeah. You're, you're making that decision. What are you trading for that decision? Yeah. For me, I'm at a point where I've decided the trade-off is not worth it. Mm-hmm. 
the one night of fun, I'm trading in two days of feeling good. Yeah. That's just not worth it for me. Yeah. Some people it is. Some yeah. people they have a great time when they when they drink and it's awesome and they fun and they, they're okay with the consequences that are the next day or two. And that's great. If that's you, that's fine. For me, the trade-offs, I've just found it's not worth it. And yeah. For whatever reason, the brain that I've been given is able to manage that. Yeah. Some people, they can't. Some people, it's, they, it's, it's true addiction. Mm-hmm. And again, that's not, this episode's not necessary for those people. This episode's more for those that are trying to live a healthier lifestyle and just understanding what this trade-off does to you. Yeah. And it will impair you. Yes, maybe you'll have fun that night of, but what's happening the next day or two? Yeah. How is that impairing you from getting to where you want to go? Is that really allowing you to maximize whatever it is that you're after? Yeah. And for me, I've made the decision that it doesn't. Doesn't mean I look down on people that do. Doesn't mean I hate it. Doesn't mean I think it's horrible. Do what you want to do. For me personally, the trade-off's not worth it. That's right. It's good, man. And again, I want to be very clear. I, I may, when I'm talking, I'm talking to myself a lot on this. Mm-hmm. It may sound like I'm critical of it. That's not the case. I mean, I'll have drinks. I mean, to the point where, like, there was a point during the pandemic that if anybody would come over to our house, Rocco would go to the fridge, grab a beer, and bring it and hand it to him. <laughs> like, that's how normal. You're five-year-old, right? My, he, he wasn't even five then. He was like three and a half. Uh, and like, and, and that's how normalized it was. So let me, let me be very clear and honest. Like th- these are things that I will struggle with because there are times, man, that, like there was a period where it was really right after football, I, I kind of struggled. And it was like, by the end of the day, I was like craving a drink. And, I, and at the time it was like, yeah, yeah, I just, you know, really like, I'm really into bourbon right now, or I'm really into wine right now, or I'm really into this. But in reality, what it was for me is I was really just struggling internally and I just, I couldn't wait to just not think and turn yeah. off and it was an escape and it, and it literally compounded. And then it was like, I don't want to wake up in the morning, mm. you know? And it was just this cycle that just really, and, and not alcohol wasn't the problem. I was the problem, but that was a vehicle for me that just drove me further away than from where I wanted to be. But it was just easier yeah, because it was there, you know? Yeah, the alcohol certainly wasn't making you more of the person you wanted to become. That's right. In that moment. That's right. It was actually aiding think, you in becoming and, the person you didn't want to become. And that's a great point. I mean, ask people. I would say there's probably a, sm- a much smaller pool of people that say alcohol has helped me become who I want to yeah. be. Um, then the people say, hey, it's, it's been more of a deterrent yeah. for me. That's why it's always odd to me that alcohol is this cultural norm. Yeah. And we look down on all these other drugs. And, but how many lives has alcohol ruined? I mean, goodness. How and many again, generations? How many generations? I mean, how many people are affected by alcohol abuse? Yeah. Tons of people. And yet, for whatever reason, we just, as a culture, we don't really see it as being that big of a deal. In fact, you're made fun of if you think of alcohol so, in a negative so way. So you and Tiffany are the same. Like you, it, it, we give you a bad time. Um, and Tiffany's always had a bad time. And I, and I talked about this a little bit when I was going through 75 hard, like I realize, I realized how, how normalized it is to just drink alcohol and engage mm-hmm. and all that. And for the first time I understood what, what Tiffany, because Tiffany never drinks like on her birthday, she'll have like a martini. And I mean, maybe like Every once in a while at dinner, like she really likes Mark. That's really the only thing that she likes. Um, and she 
is always like, oh, when's fun Tiffany coming? And like people are joking, but it really does wear, and I'm sure you can relate to this. It's like, it does. Okay. So now I kind of feel like you're just like being mean to me. Like you're kind of like, am I not a, a fun person normally? Am I not pleasant to be around? Am I not this? And she would get it all the time because I was the fun guy and I'd like engage and I'd, I'd be like ambitions, you know, uh, you know, I'm just like, not ambitions. What, what am I thinking? Uh, inhibitions. Inhibitions. Yeah. Inhibitions are gone. And hey, we're having laughing, joking, dancing, singing. And then it's like, Tiffany, the very few times that she would, like, she was that too, right? She was dancing and like the life of the party and all those things. It's like, oh, when's fun Tiffany coming back? And like, man, it like hurt my heart when people would say that because that was that person you know drinking alcohol whatever is the better person and that's mm -hmm. not the case because yeah. what did you what genuinely did you add yeah it was fun or whatever but like what did you genuinely add to somebody's life by like getting hammered right not much yeah and so anyways that was kind of a tangent. yeah Sorry. no I, i've just i've personally made the decision that at this stage of my life my number one focus is health and longevity mm -hmm. and anything that doesn't aid health and longevity I, I throw it away. And I, and again, i I'm grateful. I have a brain that thinks that way. Yeah. I know not everybody thinks that way. Yeah. I'm grateful. I have a brain that thinks if it doesn't serve me uh -huh. for health and longevity, then strip away. Now there's other, there's other trade-offs. I'll, I, I'm not, I'm okay making uh -huh. like a piece of cheesecake or, you know, a donut in the morning. If my kids are having it. I'm okay with those trade-offs. A donut, a donut. In fact, yesterday you'd be proud of me. Got a whole donut, yeah. only a half of it threw the other half away. Get out of here. Get out of it. it. It was almost, it was too much. It was just like, this is just too much. This is too much. It's not even good. It's just too much. Anyway. Who is this? Again, dude? I'm weird. Have you I'm ever weird. just ate one donut? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, we talked about empty calories yeah. know, not too long ago. And I'm like, donuts are like the epitome of that. Because it's like, I've got to eat four. Like, I can't just like have one donut. Yeah, I'm not like that. But it, to eat half of a like donut? It was like three bites. And I was like, this is too much. This this is yeah. It's, so did you go make like an egg white frittata or something? No, 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 no. I ate my normal breakfast. <laughs> Golly. But that's just how my mind works. If yeah. it doesn't aid me, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Every now and then I'll make trade-offs, but if it doesn't aid me, I'm not. And that's, that's, that's the, that's the category I put alcohol in. Yeah. It doesn't aid me. It's not helping anything. Yeah. I'm just fine without it. That's what, that's, that's yeah. the relationship yeah. I have. So, and again, I know not everybody's like that, but that's just the, the decision I've made. Yeah. And it's, it's helped me. That's, that's every time I have a go have checkups, all my levels are normal. Everything's healthy. I'm 34. I haven't been sick. Literally, I haven't been sick in 12 years. I can't think of the last time I was actually sick. Yeah. And I don't think that's an accident. I think now that's good fortune for sure. That's luck. Yeah. But I also think it's decisions you make along the way. 100%. And taking care of your body along the way. And I, you think about this, like remember the kids in college that were just like, they never went and partied. They never went and did anything. Or even high school. Like they never, like they were super locked in, super focused. And, you know, they weren't staying out late. They took care of business. You're like, oh, man, you're missing out. You're missing out. But here they are at, like, 26, you know, making six figures, own their own house, living the dream yeah. at that point. And I just feel like there's a time, right? Like, there's a time um, that, look, you, you just take care of yourself and you do the things right. And, again, mm -hmm. I'm still navigating that process. So, I'm, again, this isn't me preaching. But I do think that, like, if we can delay gratification – Mm -hmm. I mean, there's that really is the key right there, you know, and, and there's a time to maybe, maybe like at 45 or 50. Right. And you're like, look, I, I've got it kind of, 
I've got the routine, I've got all this. Like, and then you become like, hey, I, I actually really like wine and I, and I drink it because like I enjoy the process of it. Mm-hmm. I try, who knows? Yeah, But like, great. you've gotten to that point where you're like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Or you're just that like 70 year old dude that just starts drinking box wine <laughs> at 10 a.m. Dude, I did that one time. $8 Franzia wine. Oh yeah. And it was, it was one of the drunkest I've ever been. It was also the most full. It was horrible because yeah. you have to drink so much liquid <laughs> to get. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> or at least that's what I, that was my experience. I well, drank maybe, so maybe much Franzia. liquid. Maybe Franzia, I don't know. <laughs> it was literally an $8 box yeah. of wine. And but just again, but pounding. That's, but that's you. Like, In a hotel room, go, I was pounding paper so cups. You go so fast, <laughs> though. You don't even let your body, like, absorb or digest. It's like, yeah. it's. <laughs> It's like a gummy. It's like gummies, right? You're like, I don't feel any. I'll, I'll be taking another one. I don't feel it. Well, it's 10 minutes later. I don't feel it. I'm going to take another one. And that's, then, boom. That's why I haven't taken gummies because I'm going to be the guy that 15 minutes, I'm like, I don't feel anything. Let's do the whole box. Let's see what that does. Give me another brownie. Come on. Yeah. So it's yeah. best for me to just stay. Yeah. If you haven't picked yeah. up in the last two years of this podcast, I tend to become an obsessive person. Yeah. I have an obsessive personality. And so, thankfully, that obsession hasn't manifested in super unhealthy ways. Yeah. Other than I've taken health to the probably far end extreme, which can be unhealthy in itself. But anyway, that's just my personality. So, that's part of what keeps me away from alcohol and drugs is like, I could see myself getting obsessed (laughs) pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway, uh, before we get out of here, did want to make the announcement, November 13th, mark your calendars. I know that's still two months away. But we're excited about it. November 13th, Cowboys versus Packers. Come on. We're, we're going to be up at Choctaw Casino and Resort, Darren, Tyler, and I, uh, at the league, the sports bar up there, which we're talking about all about alcohol. I won't be drinking, but if you want to come have a few beers on us, come on up. It'll be a good time. I know Tyler and Darren will, will be indulging and having some fun. Um, but even if you don't, it's Man, a it's great birthday time. Weekend, so is I that might, your birthday weekend? I might definitely need a ride up there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but even if you don't drink, the sports bar is great. Yeah. There's literally a hundred well, TVs. Remember how good, and the you foods, couldn't even eat, so make sure you don't start 75 hard yeah, before I won't this. be on 75 hard. I'll because be, you I'll had be, just started 75 hard, and he missed out on yep. some of the best food. Yeah, yeah, the food's great. You're going to have a great time yeah. regardless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, obviously bleed is over into the casino. Go win yourself yeah. some money. And you so. know what's cool? I mean, contrary to... 90% of DFW and Cowboy Nation's uh, perspective 24 hours ago, the season is not over. The season's not over. It should. Yours, yours included. included. Hopefully, whatever the week that is. They have is. already exceeded expectations with the entire team healthy that you set out for that. Uh, yeah, I, I would have said they were going to be 0-2 at this yeah. point, even yeah. with healthy everybody. Yeah. I think we saw, though, like Cincinnati's not that good. No, they're not. They're not. Um, but anyway, market calendars, November 13th. The league up at Choctaw Casino Resort. We're going to be there. We would love to come see you guys, interact with you guys, hang out with you guys. It's it's weird. We are the only ones that get to talk. This is a one-way transaction most of the time. We would love to hear from you guys come and, on. and hang out with you guys on November 13th up at Choctaw. So, anyway, any final closing thoughts? Uh, anything to add? Yeah, I, again... This isn't meant to guilt. This isn't meant. I think it's just aware. Just sure. be aware. Yep. Just really understand the reason we went through those seven points is just understand understand the impacts of those decisions, yep. right? And just understand that, like, look, we're not saying don't ever drink your evil if you do. That's not what we're saying. Just, hey, look, if you are trying to do these things, just make sure that, hey, you build in and understand the consequences of those. Yep. I think you said it perfect earlier. It's 
in most cases in life, if you can delay gratification, yeah. it's going to be a wise decision. That's right. And this is the, that yeah. same case. If you can delay that, yes, short term, it's fun. But if you can delay that gratification of long term, the fun's going to be when I accomplish X. That's right. If you can do that, you're going to set yourself up in a good position to succeed. So anyway, appreciate you guys. Love you guys. We will see you tomorrow.